Yeah, it's very high, so I just hope it's well spent, you know, because uh, it seems like services and everything else are going down, and uh, the homeless problem is out of control. No law enforcement that sadly is needed, but it's going to be a necessary item for the budget. So expensive nowadays, our salary, it's not increasing at all. You're listening to More in the Morning on News Talk 1010, Toronto. There's a a lot to it you know, absorb, I guess, in the Toronto budget. And because I was going to have John Tory on this morning and because of my next guest, I spent an awful lot of time on it yesterday. And then I spent a lot of time on the phone, actually, talking to city councillors, some of whom support John Tory, some of whom do not. And it's a sometimes fractious council, to be honest. As a matter of fact, uh, seven new councillors, most of them, I guess, would title themselves as progressives, which means they're not necessarily the natural enemies of John Tory. But, for example, when it comes to the police budget, they're going to have some issues. When it comes to service cuts on the TTC, they're going to have some issues. But the biggest takeaway, actually, there's a couple of major takeaways in the budget. And like I said, I spent a lot of time on it yesterday because I really wanted to be able to bring you a full-on digest of it this morning. Um, But one would certainly be 5.5% increase in property taxes plus the 1.5% um, city building tax, which John Tory, you know, kind of bristled at when I asked him about it, because technically, when you add it up, it's a seven percent property tax increase for Torontonians, and in times with inflationary pressures, which I recognize are part of the city's fiscal challenge. But in those times where people are currently reorienting how they shop for food and how they feed their families, that's a pretty big ask. And it's for everybody, right? I mean, you know your landlord is going to come after you if you're a renter, even if you think you're immune to property taxes. But here to talk more about the budget would be the city's budget chief, and that's Gary Crawford, city councillor. Nice to have you. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John, and thank you very much for uh, doing your homework on the city budget. Well, I've had a lot of texts from the mayor this week objecting to some of my characterizations of budget issues, so I wanted to be ready this morning. Listen, we got to start with the top line, which is 5.5% plus 1.5% for the city building tax. And I actually use the expression too clever by half, which I don't think the mayor appreciated. But you can call a tax something, but it's still a tax. I mean, ultimately, yeah, John, it's still a tax. It'll still impact the the, um, the residents of the city. Um, and as the mayor and I have said, um, when he started the, uh, you know, the rate of inflation, um, you know, keeping it below the rate of uh, the tax rate below the rate of inflation, it was focusing on the operating tax. Um, we, we put in the city building levy um, at some point about six or seven years ago, and that was separate. It was always seen or told to be separate. We, we've been consistent with that every year. Um, and as the mayor just mentioned on your show, uh, you know, he's, we say the same thing every year. We, as we go through the budget, we look at trying to keep property taxes as low as possible. We've been very successful in some years, um, you know, 1%, 2%, 0.9%. The challenges that we have faced this year because of, you know, all the uh, challenges everyone has been facing along with COVID, inflation, interest rates, supply chain staffing, we looked at this in 
incredibly actually starting last April we would be meeting weekly with uh, with with city staff and you know the process was we're going to have to have a property tax really large to be able to manage this every week we asked them to come back looking at ways that we can reduce the property tax impact uh, we got to the point where 5.5 percent was as far as we could go um, we looked at all kinds of expenditure impacts and the mayor mentioned some of them himself uh, with procurement and otherwise we looked at everything and and i'm as much as i want to keep property taxes as low as possible this was the lowest we felt that we could go without impacting frontline services and that was one of the other big priorities was to make sure that frontline services are protected well let me ask you a question i asked of the mayor has the time not arrived for us to find a way for the people who do not actually live in toronto but rely on many of its services for them to pay a share and that would be in the form of a sales tax or road tolls well, listen, we, now we've had that debate, we've had that discussion in, in many years uh, past. We, our finances don't grow with the economy like all the other levels of government, even though we are, you know, larger than most provinces. We have had those conversations, um, you know, when we're looking at the road tolls on the Don Valley and the Gardner, we brought that to the, to the provincial government. They said, no, not this uh, government, but they said, no, can we bring it back? Yes, we could. The likelihood of that happening in, with this government is, is not there. But I think we really still need to push the other levels of government on the different kind of revenue tools that we can have. To be able to have a progressive tax, that would enable us to look at our economy as it grows and as it shrinks would be a benefit for us. Again, as I've said, we are larger than some provinces, but we have to manage ourselves like all other municipalities, whether it's Sudbury, whether it's Oshawa, Mississauga. But we are the largest city in all of Canada, and sometimes that is challenging as we are doing our, our yearly budgets. I know in the process of putting a budget together, certain things are on the table. They're taken off the table because they're considered to be uh, unpalatable. Uh, were there any cuts on the table at any time during the budget process that uh, would actually make some some sense. I mean, I was talking with John Tory again at the risk of repeating the same interview we had with John Tory. But you know, there are things that could come off the table, are there not? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, when we look, we were looking at some of the initial lists, and I think very clearly up front uh the mayor and i had to say listen we do not we need to find ways that we can save money uh, but it can't be frontline so that was one of the first things we said i'll bring up one of the uh, you know the specifics that uh, i was looking at specifically were, were arts and culture there were on the table at one point during the process uh reductions uh, pretty major reductions to the art toronto arts council to all the major arts organizations across the city uh, and they were they would have had serious impacts to you know the recovery of a lot of organizations across the city we made the decision that this is something was not we should not be cutting the arts because you can say it's a frill you can say well i don't go off to this show or that show but they're an integral part of how the city grows how the city will be recovered so that's just one example where i wouldn't say we put our foot down but it was no so what we wanted to do was we're not increasing we're just maintaining the levels that we did so that would have been one example of, of a conversation we would have had uh, with staff what are we going to do if the feds don't come on board and the province has been somewhat uh uh, you know, sparse in its support for the city, and we have this gaping uh, opening from last year, and we have a gap this year. Well, what we're not going to do is, is yell and scream that the sky is falling like some of my colleagues are doing right now. <laughs> okay. 
what we're going to be doing yes we have a 933 million dollar challenge um that we and this is COVID. this is strictly um you know COVID related um we are hoping that the other two levels will come to our uh you know our table as they have in the past if not we do have a backstop and this backstop is, is our funds that are put away uh for a rainy day um if we need to use them we will use them uh if not and that's the challenge i mean we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed that they do come to the table at some point john they're going to you know COVID's going to move on and, and they're not going to be there we need to look at that we need to look at the future of uh, you know what we're going to be doing um our staff have said we will get through this year we will get through next year and a lot of this has to do with capital because our backstop is backstop on our capital plan um if we don't get the money in uh we could potentially look at you know cuts to our capital plan probably not until 2024 so i can tell you one thing right when we finish this budget we'll be looking at 2024 we'll be looking at those relationships with the government and i do have to say the mayor has been incredibly successful um in those relationships and working with the other levels of government so i'm not going to say the sky's falling down i'm going to say that we are working diligently to ensure that we manage the budget uh you know properly over the next uh, number of months and weeks thank you sir thank you very much john have a great day